Hi, I'm Jordan. Hi, I'm Joelle. And you're listening to Talk That Talk Uncensored. Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of Talk That Talk Uncensored. I am Britt. And I am Jojo. And we are joined by some very special guests. We have with us Jordan and Joel Hernandez. Welcome, Hi. ladies. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. We're so excited. We're so excited to be on. Thank yeah. you so much. The Jays are taking over. I should have said oh, that. God. I'm going to be Joyce today. So not just like Joyce, Jordan, and Joel. We sound like, like a trio. It sounds like, like a Destiny's child or something. You could be our manager. You'll make it real nice. <laughs> all right fine i'll settle for that you, you'll be wait you want to be chris jenner like yeah, that, that, yeah. Chris, tristan is definitely making the most money Listen, right exactly. she is exactly oh my god yeah we met jordan and joelle in college mm-hmm. and i believe we have the same major right yeah yeah all communications majors um it's crazy to think that we well me and joelle started college almost 11 11. years at this point 12 years ago for you all which is wild (laughs) i know i know and we did uh, like this pre-orientation program for college. I think we had mentioned it in a previous episode, right, Joyce? Yep. On that's how, how we, like, we met. So that's mm-hmm. how we met. Uh, yeah. and Joel as well. Yeah. And we've just been friends ever since. And I'm like super obsessed with these ladies. Like the day <laughs> oh we met, God. we just clicked, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're just super smart, beautiful inside and out. Um, and they're doing some really amazing things. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves a little bit more because I just wanted to talk about how we met and all of that. Sure. Jordan, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Usually we, people usually say Jordan and Joelle. Just a fun fact, we're twins, twins. Mm-hmm. identical twins. And I am 27 minutes older than Joelle. So I think that's <laughs> where I think that's where the Jordan and Joelle comes in. But like Brittany said, we've known Joyce and Brittany for a long time now. But in that time, we've actually expanded on our business and, and just the things that we've been doing and look up to these two uh, incredibly. So a lot of our work is, you know, we kind of feed off of each other, which is amazing. But we are the owners and founders and I guess CEOs, if you want to call it that, <laughs> of JSA yes, Enterprises LLC. JJ Enterprises has been a thing for a while, probably since we started college, but we formally sat down, went to the bank, you know, did all that fun (laughs) filing paperwork and all that kind of stuff to formally make it an LLC at the end of 2019 in December. Mm -hmm. So under- An an interesting time to start a business. Yes. At the end of, you know, yes. 2019, we had a lot of grand plans that a were- little, little did Right we at know. the cusp. Yes. Right, right. Little did we know, but we, um, under, under J&J Enterprises, a couple of things. So first and foremost, which is probably our oldest brand, is Double Dose. So we started Double Dose when we were in college, and that is our talk radio, freelance writing, kind of anything media entertainment that you can ask for, we can do. And we do that under the name Double Dose. Then we have Happy People Publishing, which is our publishing company that we actually own in part three ways with our illustrator. His name is Austin Piller, and we've published two children's books, one in 2016 and one literally like three weeks ago um, in in 2021. 
then that's, you know, that, that's what we publish under when we self-publish. And then also we have Double Dough. We are hobby bakers, very busy hobby bakers yeah. with uh, hand-decorated cookies is what we actually specialize in. And then our last brand under J&J Enterprises specifically is Completely Booked which is a book Instagram, which they actually call a bookstagram, which I didn't know until I started completely booked was even a thing. And it's- Oh, really, it's a realm. Yes, it is, yes. It is definitely, it is a realm. It is, and we can obviously talk into like the competitiveness and stuff of social media, but it is, it is its own little world and a lot to keep up with. But I review mostly uh, women, people of color, authors, and just really anything that I like to read. I have a book club, products, newsletters, uh, interviews, thing, things like that with, uh, with authors, old books and new and upcoming books. We do a couple of community service things outside of our brand. I can let Joelle kind of speak to that. Yeah, so we, uh, in addition to our brand, like Jordan mentioned, we like to do a lot of community service work and giving back to the community. So we're on the, uh, we have, we are co-founders with two of our friends of Little Souls Incorporated, for Little Souls Incorporated. And that has been around for a very long time. Um, we started it when we were about nine years old with our two friends, Mariah and Jonathan, after just kind of recognizing that people around us and people in our community did not have the same opportunities that our families were able to afford us, a private education, food on the table for every meal, just recognizing at a very young age that that wasn't necessarily something that everyone had. So kind of figuring out what we could do to help give back. And it's been a great opportunity to be able to work with the two of them for so long, for over 20 years. And we've really picked it back up, I would say within the last seven or eight years, now that all of us are out of school, we have degrees and our, you know, Mariah has two master's degrees. Jonathan is a CPA. So it's, you know, we're all kind of busy doing our own thing. And it's really nice to be able to come together and have childhood friends to, uh, to do that with. And then we're also on the board of Party With Purpose, which is a nonprofit organization here in Hudson County, New Jersey, which is where we currently live. And it's a funding organization for about 25 to 30 children's charities throughout the state of New Jersey. Wow. Nice. So as you guys can see, these girls are busy. Okay? <laughs> they are booked wow. and busy. <laughs> Completely booked and busy out here. Damn. I'm like, great. I'm going to go write my list for right. all the so stuff that I need, to- <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep, keep putting into my resume, but wow. So as you heard it, these girls are literally two boss babes that are just like going after all their dreams and making it happen. Before we start and get into all the projects that you guys are working on, let's have some fun and we're gonna do a quick icebreaker activity. So let's play the game most likely to. So both Jordan and Joelle, they have a book and a cookie cutter. So the book will be signifying Jordan and the cookie cutter will be Joelle, okay? So I'll start with the question and then you guys, I'm, I'm excited about this. So most likely to get lost. Ooh. <laughs> you both agree on that one yeah, right. that is, that is Jordan is getting lost all right. is yeah, sorry. <laughs> most likely to marry a celebrity yeah <laughs> Jordan again I love it again yeah um 
Girl, who you wanna who you wanna get married to? Speaking uh, into well, existence. I, mean, I have my heart to admit to be Jordan, but I guess that's. I not- was just gonna say that. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. I think I think everybody's phones broke the moment they saw Lori Harvey's picture. I know, I and like, you oh, and you can't even be yes. mad. You yeah, can't even okay. be mad. I'm like Lori, do you, Lori? I I see you. I see I, you. I actually I found out about an event that he's having, Michael B. Jordan's having at the end of this year in 2021 in Newark, New Jersey. I'm like, oh, great. Everybody will be vaccinated. We can go. We're going to meet him. I text my friend who loves him too. I'm like, just found out about this event. Like he's doing this thing. It's for like colleges and stuff. I'm like, this is amazing. And then I saw the pictures of Lori Harvey and I was like, well, now I don't even want to go to the event. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> but Jordan, you would be Jordan, Jordan. I know. I yes. Know. Yeah. That would be. That would Jordan, be Jordan. Else. Okay. That- work I may have to pick somebody else um <laughs> <laughs> Lori, you got it Lori you got it that's or, or you do Jordan Hernandez Jordan at that point I don't know which is worse yeah we'll see I mean we're wishing them all all the luck all right so let's let's resume that was that was funny um most likely to win an Oscar for being overly dramatic <laughs> yeah. Wait, is your yeah. cookie cutter a crown? It's a crown. Oh That's my crown. god, how dramatic! <laughs> right, I love it. So we we actually have close to four hundred oh, cookie cutters, so yeah. it just was um, the draw what we picked. We but, were measure, We were actually measuring this for a um, yeah, for an order yeah. yesterday. <laughs> love it. Uh, most likely to become president of the United States. Oh, I don't care enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they can have that. Politics, I, I, we went to President Obama's second inauguration and I said, unless me or maybe my spouse becomes president, I will not go to another inauguration just because the <laughs> logistics of it all was a lot. Right. Yeah. So if you want me at an inauguration, it's got to be my own. <laughs> hey, speak it into existence too. Um, I love that. Can you, can I have a position in your cabinet? <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just putting that out there right now. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, most likely to spend all their money on something st- stupid. Oh, yeah, probably me. <laughs> probably me. I think I think I, I'll go and like I'll buy little things more than Joelle will. Joelle will buy like bigger big ticket, ticket things. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'll just buy like little things here and there. Yeah. <laughs> Who's most likely to appear on reality TV? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <definitely. laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, definitely it's Jordan. definitely not something that I would have been like dying to do, but they're gonna pay me right then. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. I just, I just can't, I just can't imagine life with cameras all around you like a majority of the time. I know yeah. they don't tape every second of every day, but that's, that's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. You would have to like always be on. But I'm with, I'm with Jordan on this one because I'm like, hey, if I'm gonna get paid, right. I'll, I'll, I'll start acting. That's what I'm like. If, if I'm doing it anyway, <laughs> if I'm doing it anyway, and you're only seeing a small portion of my life, there are certain things, and obviously you all know with Instagram and things like that, you can cut out such so many parts of your life right. that why not? And there's so there are people on reality TV that are inspiring. We automatically go to like real world trash right. like it doesn't have to be trashy it can True. be you know it, it can be classy on yeah. <laughs> all right the last one most likely to get kicked out of an amusement park oh i i'm a i'm a rule follower so i don't know <laughs> I, there are, I feel like 
the only way I feel like Jewel would get kicked out of an amusement park is if someone like was rude or like crossed the line. Then we might <laughs> yeah. there. But I don't, I also like, I gotta stop voting for myself for these things. Gotta give it to Joel at some point. I love it. Oh my gosh. So we're going to get into a double dough first. Yeah. So how did you guys get started? And I guess who is your target market? Because um, I know you guys do like, sh- we ship out goods too, right? Yeah. So can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So double dough was an interesting kind of endeavor. We grow, everyone always says like, oh, did you bake when you were growing up? Did you, you know, stand next to your mom in the kitchen and all this stuff? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, we, if we had baked goods growing up, it was either, you know, store-bought from the bakery or it came out of a box mix. And still to this day, I am not above a box mix. We just taught a class the other day, a virtual class. And I was like, just use the box. That's just every, all your dry ingredients measured out. That's literally all it is. Um, but I would say that Double Dough actually started about almost seven years ago now. And we, we actually had a college graduation party and my mom had ordered these hand-decorated cookies from somebody locally for a favor. And she paid this woman a good amount of money for these cookies. And throughout college, I would bake stuff for friends just as you know, cheap, you're in college, you're on a budget as like cheap custom birthday gifts, or I would mail things to people, just sweet treats. I'm a huge sugar fanatic. I just eat dessert all day, every day, pretty much, uh, if, you know, as much as I, I can. But I, I loved baking and I, I really like to be able to do that kind of on a budget. And we, like I said, this woman, we ordered cookies from this woman. And when she, my mom gave her that amount of money, I was like, well, this has to be a lucrative thing. So at first it was a little money motivated and just to see if, hey, can I do this? Is this even something that I can, that I can accomplish? And that following Christmas, we made cookies for our family, hand-decorated cookies. And I was like, well, if they come out bad, who cares? It's just our family. And if they come out good, then maybe this is something that we can start posting on social media. I had actually, the year before that, had knee surgery, couldn't work during Christmas break. And we made these chocolate-decorated pretzels and Oreos and all this stuff, and people bought them. And I was shocked at the amount of people that were like wanting these types of custom things. So the, you know, fast forward to the following year, we made these cookies for Christmas. And I was like, well, you know, let's post them on social media and see. And actually a friend of ours, her mom was the first one to place an official order. And she said, oh, okay, well, how much? And this is, and this and that. I was like, well, I don't even know. I'll just charge you for whatever I, whatever supplies I buy, you could just pay for the supplies and then I'll bake these for you. And she's like, well, I have to pay you for your time. And, you know, we, from there, we kind of figured out the pricing and all that stuff. But yeah, we have, you know, full on business at this point. We are fully operational, I would say, mostly hand decorated cookies. We kind of dabble in cupcakes and things like that. I am not a, you know, one of those whimsical cakes, things that look like they're falling over or pouring in. I, that is not me at this point, but deck definitely getting into more decorating and, and just trying new things. People come up with really, really fun ideas and they send us pictures and we try to duplicate it as, as much as we can or as close as we can and, and kind of add our own spin onto it. But it's been really cool for now. It's mostly either friends, family, or people who know us through friends and family and just kind of getting the word out that way, but definitely looking to grow the business, renting commercial space and all that kind of stuff. So really, really exciting and, and a lot of fun. It's just a cool creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because I feel like, well, exactly a year ago, right? You guys yeah. came down to Baltimore for an event that I had with Solstice Beauty. Mm-hmm. And I got these girls, I was like, well, 
you know, I, I had seen you guys do some sort of like lipstick yeah. and then I was like, just bring whatever. And then, um, it was like Beyonce inspired. So you guys can really take like somebody's like vision or idea and kind of translate that into like desserts, which is amazing. It was, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Um, what is like your, what, what has been like your favorite things to bake? Yeah, well, the, the cookies are, it's so funny because people come up with an idea that they want for a party and then they want it translated onto a cookie. And sometimes I'm like, wow, that's a specific order. But then, then we do it and, and it comes out great. I would say my two favorites that we've done, we did a baby shower over the summer that was cuties themed, like the oranges, you know, the little Clementines. Oh, yeah. That was the theme of her baby shower. And it's someone who lives locally and just kind of found out about us through Instagram. And she said, well, can you do these cookies? And I was like, yeah, I think so. She sent me some, you know, inspiration photos and she said, okay, what about cupcakes? I was like, yeah, yeah, we could do cupcakes. What about chocolate covered uh, Rice Krispie treats? What about chocolate covered Oreos? What about chocolate covered puzzles? So next thing you know, we were making this woman's full dessert for her full baby shower. Oh, wow. Normally it's just, we provide the cookies and they get the cake or something from, from another place. But I was like, she was like, well, let's just do it all. And she was doing a kind of a drive-by thing, you know, making it, making it safe. And those were probably my favorite. And then we recently did Hawaii themed cookies that were little uh, grass skirts and then they have palm trees. And it's just a lot, a lot of fun to buy Aww. the cookie cutters and come up with new ideas. And people really trust you with their vision. Um, we did an Italian themed, two with the Italian themed actually baby showers. One was more like spaghetti and pasta. And the other one was a little more like Tuscany themed with lemons and the tiles and stuff. And a woman texted me her picture. I said, wow, you have a lot of faith in us, but I didn't know that she was someone who we know it's his wife. It's the, someone who's on the board of Party with Purpose. It's his wife. I just didn't recognize her Instagram name when she messaged me. And I said, wow, this woman really trusts us. And she was like, it's Danielle, you know who I am. Just do whatever you can. <laughs> okay, okay, we got it. Um, but they came out really, really good. And it just always kind of amazes us really what, what we can come up with next. So it's a lot of fun that people trust us with some of the most important events of their lives. And we're not, we're not artists. It's not like, I don't know. I can't draw. I'm not a like designer by nature or anything like that. I think the thing with the cookies that's so interesting is you can make something look like something, but it's really just lines, like a lot of just straight lines back and forth. If you really look at the cookies closely, it's either just like coloring it in, like, you know, like you learned to do when you were three years old or lines. So if you, if you really, really take a look at it, I am not, I, I can't even draw a stick figure barely. But, you know, it definitely makes a magic happen on a cookie. So if folks want to order, uh, where can they find you? Yeah, I would say just check us out on Instagram at double underscore the word double and then underscore dough. I found that when I say double underscore dough, people put two underscores. So it's the word double, then underscore, then dough. I just never thought of it that way. But yes, the word double underscore, then dough. Reach out to us. Like I said, we mainly, you know, charge for the supplies. Um, but, you know, it, so it is a little bit less expensive than you might find other places. But that is because we are not professionally trained. We're not, you know, running a fully operational bakery out of our apartment. And you guys can ship out. Yes, we do yes. ship out. We yes, ship out. Uh, we have we have perfected our shipping within the past year. Our friends, we, we typically use FedEx. They they don't pay us, so I'm not. This is not a plug, but you can use you can ship whoever you want. But we actually have a FedEx about a block and a half from us, which makes it very very convenient. And they know us. They know our dog because she's always in there with us. And it, it, it's nice. I mean, obviously it's a pandemic. You're not seeing that many people and building communities wherever you go. So 
we have our little family here at FedEx in Hoboken, which is nice and we can, uh, we can ship out. Yep. And whatever FedEx charges us is what we charge you. No extra fees, no, you know, yep. anything like that. Awesome. So yeah, no, and we will definitely plug in all that stuff. <laughs> Any listener, listen, I love, love, love. Their cookies are so good, are so good. I always say I'm going to share and then I always end up eating them. <laughs> um, I share like one or two of them, like, <laughs> yeah. but they're also so pretty. So thank you. Um, all right. So now let's go and talk about completely booked, Yes. which by the way, Jordan, um, I, I, I mean, I love reading. I, I need to, I'm, I'm going to ask you some tips on like, how the heck do you read so many books, but <laughs> Can we just talk about um, Oprah Book Club reposting yeah. Jordan yeah. that Apple. completely books picture? And let's just let's just start there. That's 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 that's, that's your intro. Yes. Okay, drop yes. mic. Tell it's, us how you so, felt, how it happened, what you did. It's so interesting because obviously you hear other companies talk about the O effect, right? Like Sprinkles Cupcakes became Sprinkles Cupcakes because of Oprah and so many other things that she has on her favorite things list and all of that, that makes, you know, who you are. And I always wanted that kind of like, oh, effect or somebody posting, but I also wanted to kind of get there on my own. So just, you know, kind of figuring out what exactly I wanted, but I did not realize that was truly like the turning point for me with completely booked. So I was actually oddly enough making a TikTok when it happened. And I was just like, me and Joel were filming this like stupid workout TikTok video that we had to do like 15 times before we got it. I was dead out of breath by the time we actually got the right video that we wanted to, to post. And I went on my phone about two hours later and I saw that I had all these new followers on completely booked. Now we write for a, a blog here in Hoboken called Hoboken Girl. We're, we're contributors to the blog and we write about maybe four or five articles a month. And then we also do all of her volunteer coordinating. So, and her, her following is huge, especially obviously here in Hoboken, but she has I don't even know how many followers Hope like Girl has, 70, but it's like 70,000 yeah. followers, something crazy like that. So oftentimes she will post about us and, and sometimes she'll post completely booked. Sometimes it's Jordan and Joelle, sometimes it's our personal accounts. So whatever, I thought that she posted. So I had had all of these followers and I was like, oh, Jen must have posted something on Hope Girl. Girl. Like, I'll look at it later. And then I kept getting followers and I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, am I, I was like, I must've been hacked. Like, what is going on? And then scroll back, like I was like, who, like, what are my notifications? At that point, I had no other notifications outside of this person followed you, started following, started following, started following, started following. And I was like, ah, oh, and I sat on, I literally sat on my couch. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she was she was just screaming, and I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, Oprah, Oprah's book club just reposted my picture. And it's so interesting because I had read the book Cast, which came out last year by Isabel Wilkerson. It was a hit as soon as it came out. I actually wasn't going to read it. I had posted on my Instagram, what book should I read next? And a friend of ours, who you guys actually know that we met in college, named Alejandro, he messaged me and was like, you should read this book called Cast. And Alejandro reads like textbooks, like history, like smart people books. And I was like... I don't want to read that book next. And I was like, this is like a textbook. What are you talking about? So I went up to the bookstore here in Hoboken and it was right in the front. And I was like, hmm, maybe I do want to read this book. So I, I messaged him and I was like, I just got cast. He's like, let's read it together. So I was like, okay. So we read it. It, it took me a good while to read it because it is a, is a heavy, heavy, thick book. 
And then I went to go by, took pictures. Joelle, me and Joel took pictures with the book. And that Saturday, I was going to post the review. I posted a picture and my mom was on Instagram. I was in the car with my parents. And I was like, why don't you post this picture looking so mad? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, and she was like, you need to change that picture. And Joel looked at it and was like, oh, you had me taking pictures of you for like an hour. You need to change that photo. And I did. I changed the photo. I took that down. I changed the photo. So I, I now, I've always been an advocate about feedback and just, you know, knowing how to better yourself and listening to people around you. But had I not changed that photo that my mom and Joel told wow, me, had I not Mama came photo, through. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know that Oprah would have reposted me. I like to think it was my caption that I came up with that made her repost me, but we all know what pictures do on Instagram. So that was a turning point for completely booked and it has become a full-time job since then. I don't, I don't read, but I take full credit for the Oprah post. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't read, I don't read, I love it. She recommends, but I'm on, I told her I'm on her PR team. So. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And I just, I mean that I, you just said a couple of things. I was just so, so amazing. The first thing I just want to point out, cause I feel like a proud, a proud sister, a proud big sister is like how organic that was, especially mm-hmm. in the times that we live in right now. I think people mm-hmm. just chase after that, like clout and Instagram, right? And they want to just, you know, and and even when I got the InStyle feature, people were like, oh, how did you, I was like, they organically, like, that's just the best thing to do, right? And you mentioned feedback, right? Being open to feedback and had you not changed that, you know, who knows if that would have been reposted, but it doesn't even matter at this point because again, you paid attention and coming from a good place, right? Like both your mom and your sister, they want the best for you. So you're listening, even if it is something that's like, oh, okay. Like I always do that as well. Like (laughs) before I post something, I'll send it to Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or whoever. Right. And I'm just like, "Mm, is this too much? Does this, you know, like, is this, you know, whatever, but that's, that's, that's so, so amazing. And like I said, it was like your hard work and your account was small. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. in, um, when you do what you love to do and you keep kind of going after that, like I always say, people are watching, even when you do nothing that people are watching Mm -hmm. and, those those tags right like whoever tagged you or whoever maybe however that that um big account came to see you you know again it's like all in the power of like your circle and who's supporting you and that's just so 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 amazing so why did you start completely booked so I've, I've been into reading. It's actually interesting. When I was very young and learning to read, I hated it. Any like sentence, like diction test that we had to take where the teacher would speak the sentence out loud and you had to like write out what she was saying, get all the words spelled right. There are, there are literally tests that I have that I will probably don't have anymore, but when we were cleaning out my house like years ago found that I had D's, literally D's on these tests. My parents were paying for me to go to school and and grades were very important. So uh, I'm sure I got a lot of trouble at some point, but I, it was just never something that I liked doing. I wasn't really good at it. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. And uh, somebody had told my mom and my mom started having me read magazines and I absolutely love, love, love magazines. So I, I would always have maybe 12, 15 different subscriptions, read them on newsstands, rebuy them, especially if like Beyonce or Michelle Obama or somebody's on the cover, I would have like six or seven copies of, of their magazine. And then I started reading books when I was commuting, obviously after college and college is kind of hard to just read for, for fun because you're reading for school. And so many times just commuting or at work, people would say, oh, I want to read a good book. And I would always have a recommendation for them. I was like, oh, I have this book in my bag or I have that. 
And then I started on my own Instagram posting completely, completely booked posts, just reviews. It's like, oh, every other week I'll do something. And then my mom being the, the person that she is, the motivator that she is, said, well, why don't you start your own Instagram for it? And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want this to become a thing. I want my hobby as my hobby. And then actually last year on February 24th at like four in the morning, I was like, you know what? Let me just, let me just make this, let me just make a completely booked Instagram. Let's see if somebody else has the name. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. There's one like random bookstore in Pennsylvania that I think is closed down now, but like has been since before the pandemic named completely booked. Other than that, there is nobody else. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take a whack at this. I posted like 10 reviews that I had already done and then just started keeping up with it. And like I mentioned, once we were home for the pandemic, I had a lot of time to read and just kind of, just kind of kept going with it. So it really is just something that I like to do. I do enjoy reading books and I do enjoy Instagram. So kind of like combining the two of those is, is what's made completely booked. That's so, so amazing. So give us some tips because you yes, need a lot. I need them because I mean, honestly, say <laughs> like sometimes when I read, I get so distracted. So I need all the tips that I can get. Yeah. Honestly, book clubs keep me accountable. That's why we started in the beginning of the pandemic. Myself, my best friend, uh, Rebecca, and two of her friends that are three of her friends, I should say, that are close to her. We just started reading and having that accountability to other people that we would meet once a week. We, we would take one book and probably meet like once a week for three different sections of that same book. So once I did that and then bookstagram, I will say there's obviously a love-hate relationship with Instagram always because it does start to get competitive. And there are times where I've seen actually right the day before Oprah posted me, I saw somebody post that they had read 10 books in one month. And I was like, I read like two books a month. I was like, I'm never going to like, I might as well, I literally have the thought, I was like, I might as well just shut down completely books because I'm not going to get to the point where people are like, I'll just read for myself. I'm, I just, I'm never going to get there. And then Oprah posted me next day. So I was like, I see your 10 books and I read you. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you can keep your 10 books a month. But in terms of tips in the morning, I try to read when I wake up in the morning and just, even if it's just like 15 pages or 20 pages, just kind of like read something. I kind of know now how long it takes me to read a like 300 page novel, which is about like a week. So I usually give myself about a week to read that. So about four books a month. Now I'm really big on audiobooks because I, the, the position that I've changed to at work in the last six months, I work very independently and I can kind of work on my own time. So I can listen to a book out loud as I'm working, which I never used to be able to do before when I managed people. So like in the last week and a half, I've banged out two books while I'm reading another book. And then I'm a, I have my own book club. So I have to stay accountable to my own book club. And I'm a part of another book club. Oh my God, so, I'm getting stressed. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, and you can see why I'm, I'm like, uh-uh, I can't, I can't do it. Jordan was listening to an audio book while we were doing cookies. And I was like, this is why I don't read. <laughs> so I will you- say, I, I have listened, we are listening to um, President Barack Obama's book on audio and it is excellent. I, I, yeah. I really like to read books where the, one that things that happen in real life I can't read novels and two something that I know the outcome like I know President Obama became president right so now I want to see how it happened like those are those are my kind of books I um I have a question because with the audio like I always hear people's I mean I'm just a physic like I need the physical book and I need to like highlight or just do can you like remember like 
so, so with, with audiobooks, I don't like doing novels on audiobooks just because if I tune out for a second, you, you've missed a, a part of the storyline. I do have to physically read a novel. And then with audiobooks, I do more like there's this book called Girl, 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 and it's just kind of like talking about Black women both here in the United States and in London, like in, in England, I should say. So it's just kind of like her talking about that, a lot of things that I kind of already know. Right now, I'm still listening to The Secret Life of Church Ladies, which is 10 small stories about like church ladies and, and then but really what they do behind closed doors. So like that's kind of something if I end up tuning out for like a second or even like get up to go to the bathroom for a minute and miss and miss something, it's not that big of a deal. President Obama's book, again, if I miss, you know, that he was inaugurated. Like, I know that he was inaugurated, you know, like, it's, it's not like, oh, so, like that. so those, okay. that is something I, I can't do novels. I have done two so far novels, but I have to be like, I can't listen to it during work. Like I can either listen to it while we're doing cookies or cooking or something like that. But just to, again, just to kind of keep up with Instagram with, with completely booked, I feel like I have to have a couple of books going at, at a time. Wow. Okay. So that, that, that will help me because that does make sense. And so yeah. I feel like I can, I can get an audio book where again, it's like stories or things of that. And then yeah. that'll help it break up. All right. Well, challenge accepted, Jordan. <laughs> yes. Let me know. I, I'm, I'm, I am not committing to four to six. I'm committing to one book a month. <laughs> that's fine. Honestly, that's fine. People, I mean, the thing is with reading, like, it's not like I'm reading like these books to become smarter, I guess is the lack of a better phrase. There's stories, right? Like I could be, it's the same thing as watching a television show. So I think people get like impressed by reading, but just pick up a book that you let you would, if it's a book that you would watch the show that act the other book club that I'm in, not my own, we try to read a lot of books that either have already had movie rights sold to them, or people are bidding for movie rights right now so that we know we can watch it at some point. So that that's another thing that you can kind of like genre your books that way. I love it. So where can people find you? At underscore, we're very big on the underscores, underscore completely booked on Instagram. And then uh, there, there's a bunch of links in my bio, but you can sign up for my newsletter. We've gotten good feedback with some authors recently. So we are booked for March is, or February rather, is The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. And I was able to do an interview with him. So like that interview will be my newsletter, our book for next month, which I haven't announced yet. So I won't announce it here, but we have an interview with the author of that book coming out in my newsletter. Um, and we're doing events once quarterly. So events that are completely separate from reading, you don't have to be a reader to be involved in my events. Uh, the last <laughs> event we did, which is a small article that people read, it was not even a page long. And then it's just more like, networking and kind of opportunity like that mostly women guys are accepted but it seems to be mostly girls for right now nice so we're gonna take a pivot to your book so you guys yeah. launched your second um children's book so tell us a little bit about Sasha and Sophie. We're so, so excited that the second book is out and available for people to purchase on Amazon or on uh, Barnes and Noble, bnbn.com or on Jordan and Joelle online.com. We are, this book was a little bit of a labor of love. The first one I would say was almost easier to get off the ground for mm -hmm. some reason than this one was. I think the first one we had written and the illustration process was a little bit long. Um, but once we found Austin and once we decided that he was going to be our illustrator, the process was pretty seamless. We did have a bit of help uh, with the 
the program or the company that we went with previously, they had a little bit more of the support there. The other company that we ended up going with, the product is a little bit better and there just are more opportunities for promotion and in Barnes and Noble stores and such, but the account management is a little bit more independent. So it did take a while for us to kind of get this going and kind of get the direction. So we actually wrote a different book about two years ago or so that I just wasn't real. We just weren't really feeling. It was a you know, good story and maybe we'll publish it at some point, but the illustrations just weren't kind of getting off the ground. We weren't excited about it. And then once the, of course, all the protests we know that happened in summer 2020, once all of that kicked off in conjunction with children having less access to education through virtual learning and the, the digital divide became even bigger than it was before. And for anybody who doesn't know that term, that's just access to technology and access to Wi-Fi that most of us take for granted that millions and millions of children don't have. And that became very apparent during virtual learning. We knew that something, we knew that we had to do something. And we knew that the, the second book was something that we've wanted to do since the first one came out in 2016. And we wrote the book. It was pretty like almost the middle of the night, basically when we, when we wrote the book. And we always say that the actual writing is the easy part and it just coming up with the concept and then the illustrations are the difficult part. So we wrote the book, we sent it over to Austin. He was extremely receptive of the, of the concepts. Like we said, he's part owner of having people publishing as well. We split it evenly amongst the three of us. So his feedback, in addition to the illustrations, his feedback on the actual story is extremely important as well, just to make sure that it's something that he believes in, that he supports. Um, so once we kind of got his stamp of approval as well, we went full force and we you know, thought that it was gonna be able to come out by Christmas time, but we just wanted to make sure that it was right and that we got the story right. And we honestly didn't even plan on launching it until probably March or April, but we had an opportunity from West Elm, um, the furniture store near our hometown, the location that they have near our hometown, they're part of the 15% pledge that a lot of large corporations are doing. Now the 15% pledge is a 501c3 organization that is challenging these large corporations that say that they have diversity and inclusion initiatives to actually do something with that diversity and inclusion initiative. And their 15% of the United States is black and they are challenging these organizations or corporations rather to dedicate at least 15% of their shelf space to black owned brands and black owned businesses. So uh, this woman reached out to us, the, the creative or design director at West Elm in Red Bank, New Jersey. And she said, hey, I wanna feature you guys. And we said, okay, well, we can push up the launch of our book. And it was, it was basically ready. We just, there was wow. a misprint that ended up pushing some things back. So we were like, okay, let's kind of expedite the process. We had the misprint here, but she said, well, no one's going to be looking at it. It's just for the shelf. Um, so we sent it, sent that one to her. And now we have the hard copies and everything is ready to go. So we're really, really excited to be able to share this and get this story out. We know that diversity is such a huge talking point right now, but we want it to be more than just, you know, 15 minutes of fame type of situation. We all know as women of color that we live it every day, but not everybody does. So we want those, those conversations to, to continue. And we hope that Sasha and Sophie Celebrate Color is the catalyst for conversations at a young age. Yes. And I think that's so important. Okay. So what really inspired you to write children's books? 
Yeah, so we actually, starting at Loyola, when we, we, we took a video editing class, which as you both know, by the time we were seniors, we knew how to edit videos. And so we took a video editing class my second semester, senior year, just like every other senior does to get an A. And our, our professor was like, okay, I know why you're in this class, I'll give you your A, but you're doing something other than just editing videos that you are. I was in there because I felt like we didn't have enough time to edit our show that we had at Loyola, like just at other times. So I'm like, great, if I take this class, I just edit my show in the class and then boom, it's done and I get my A and we'll move on and I'll graduate. Not that I was <laughs> not that I was not gonna graduate. I was gonna graduate, but this was just, this was just- Let's make that clear. <laughs> I, was, I was doing very well. I was doing very well, might I add. So this was just an easy A. But our professor was like, no, write this book. Like, I see you guys doing children's books, blah, blah, blah. So we wrote it and kind of just came up with the character names. And then I was like, here's your book. Like, again, give me my A. I'm just in this class to, to edit my videos. And he was like, okay, now find an illustrator. I was like, ah, no, I don't want to find an illustrator. Wow. <laughs> so we went through a couple of people, actually, a couple of people on campus and a couple of people outside that we just know kind of through our family. And really nothing was working, like nothing looked how we wanted to look, the colors weren't there, or the actual technology wasn't there. We had some people who knew how to draw on paper, but couldn't transfer it onto like a computer to be able to print the book. And then uh, my mom was just kind of like talking to a family friend of ours, she's like, yeah, the girls wrote this book, but they don't have an illustrator, whatever, just kind of like said it. And she was like, well, you know, my son Austin, like as an artist, he draws, like just send it to him. And so we were like, okay, so we did. And he came back with sketches. He's so humble, so, so, so talented. He went to Pratt Institute in Brooklyn. He designed so many cool things and just is just an artist overall. And he was so nervous to show us the pictures. He's like, I don't know if you're gonna like it or not. And he showed it. And I remember we were actually walking through the streets of Manhattan and I, the email came through and I looked and I was just like, oh my God, I was like, this is it. This is Sasha and Sophie. Like, you know, when you kind of imagine something in your life and then you explain it to somebody and you're like, I don't know if I'm making sense at all. Did you get any of that? Right. And he did. Mm -hmm. And so we just started going through it. Again, the self-publishing process isn't for the faint of heart. That's for sure. We went through a couple of different like publishing companies and just samples that people sent and whose product looked right and how much can we get it for? How much can we sell it for? And the kind of business side behind it. And the entire way our professor from Loyola at this point we had been graduated for about two years was still pushing us checking in every so often how's it going what are you doing did you get this what do you need so that is was, this that um was which Dr. professor Dr. Chris Chris oh. Edelberg yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, he still you know messages us even with the second book I'm like Dr. Chris the second one's out he's like good where's the third one I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I really can't yesterday. I'm like, I can literally, I'm like, I don't even have a copy yet. I don't, I don't physically have a copy yet. And you were asking me where the third book is. I don't know. Um, so just kind of that's like, that's so amazing. Us. But yeah, that's really how it started. And the first one published in 2016, we were able to get into Barnes and Noble stores by the summer of 2018. And now we kind of have navigated that process as well. So this book We'll, we'll be in stores when the world opens up because I don't go anywhere. So once we once we can physically get into a store, it will be in, in a store. Oh my God, that is so amazing. Um, and I'm sure like you just said, it's not for the faint of heart. What are the two biggest lessons learned for you both? I would say do your research um, and ask people for samples. You, you know, you just want to make sure that the product that you have is quality. So you don't want to just send them over the files and then say, okay, great, I'm done. And then they send you back this, this copy that is 
not what you expected or doesn't look great and it's not up to your standard. So one, I would definitely say, do your research, get on the phone, talk to people, um, email people, figure out what it is that you actually want to do. And then I would just say, figure out who your audience is and what your price point can be. We're obviously selling children's books, right? We're selling children's picture books. So it's not like we can sell this product for $50. It has to, you know, you have to have a certain price point and you just want to make sure that it makes sense that it is worthwhile for you to do. Um, financially, we funded the first book our, our completely ourselves. Again, we, Jordan Austin, split it three ways and we were only about 18 months out of college. So it, it felt like a very big investment um, to put that amount of money out and then just kind of hope that people respond well to it. And, and we knew our family would buy it, but you want more than just you know your mom and dad to have a copy. Uh, <laughs> so just making sure that you have a, a product that people will want at a price point that they want. So just making sure that you're paying attention to all aspects of it. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs go into things I always say this, if you are, if you're opening a hair salon, it's probably because you're good at cutting or coloring hair, but you might not be the best business person. So just make sure that you have people around you that will say, Hey, did you think about this? Did you check that? Look at this, check this option. Um, so just making sure that you have, whether it's a mentor, you know, uh, consultant, whoever it is, whatever the title is that you want to call that person, just make sure you have those people around you and people who you can trust and people who you can call and ask, hey, I have a quick question. Um, our accountant, we can call him and say, hey, I have a quick question. Is this smart to do? Is this not smart to do? And he'll give us an answer as quick as humanly possible. So you just want to make sure that you have the right circle around you. Love that. I love that. Um, and I really hope everyone that is listening to this is like taking notes because you just, you, you hit everything on the notes and those, that's, that, that's huge. And before anyone starts any endeavor, I always say that too, research. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's key. Yeah. Research. And, and I mean, like the cookies, we kind of just jumped into, um, but again, we did take the second to do our research with the pricing and all that kind of stuff. But if it's a hobby that you're turning into a business, then I would say, you know, follow it and see where it takes you. If you can monetize it, great. If it's just a hobby, then that's fine as well. We don't, we don't have to monetize every single hobby. Um, I, you know, we'll say that again. You don't have to monetize yes. every single hobby. Uh, but if you can, then don't sleep on the opportunity. But also if you are going into business, make sure like when Jordan and I are sisters and we live together, we, you know, eat, sleep and breathe together basically, but we sit down and we have business conversations. Does this make sense? Um, and you have those conversations with whoever it is that you are, that you're getting into business with. And I know you mentioned that the book will be available in Barnes and Nobles, but where else can, can people find the book? They want yeah, to so amazon.com is, is perfect. And you can just type in Twin Tails, Sasha and Sophie, honestly, and both of them will come up if you want both of them or if you want just one or the other. And amazonbn.com, which is Barnes and Noble's website, it's on. Or if you want to purchase through us, either people are always like, what's the best for you? And honestly, any of them is fine. Uh, Jordan, Jordan and Joelle online.com is is you can go there. If I will say if you do order through jordanandjoelonline.com, we can sign it if that's what you want. So we can, that's because it's- I want mine signed. <laughs> because we, we're, yes, they come we here and then they're <laughs> mailing it out. So yeah. that's, that's why we can sign it. So jordanandjoelonline.com or you can follow us on Instagram. Honestly, if you follow us on Instagram at jordanandjoel, you will be connected to everything. <laughs> that would be completely booked, double dough, the book, all that kind of stuff. Love it, um, love it. 
So I kind of want as, as, I mean, I'm having so much fun. This is literally, and it's not because you guys are like <laughs> our closest friends, but I, I love this interview so much just because you guys are so inspiring. Um, you're doing so much. And I think so to tie it all in, you guys spoke about Little Souls Incorporated, mm -hmm. and I wanted to dig deeper into your philanthropy and why is it important for both of you guys to give back? Yeah. I mean, I think giving back has always been something that's been important. Joelle mentioned that a little bit earlier that our parents instilled in us, as well as our, our friends who we have a nonprofit with, that everybody is not afforded the life that we have. And it's not to, that is not to say that we are better than anybody else, because that was always made very clear to us. But it's also situational, right? Like I didn't ask to be born into the family that I was born into, just like somebody who is a little bit less privileged than I am, wasn't, didn't ask to be born into the family that they were born into. To some people growing up, I had a lot of money. To some people growing up, I had nothing. So it's, it's always just situational and, and just kind of circumstantial of what you see. And I just think everybody is trying to make something happen. When we were younger, our, our pastor had kind of talked, one sermon that he was uh, preaching, talking about uh, people who are homeless, right? You see people on the street. And so many times it's just because somebody stole their dream. Somebody just at some point told them, you are not worthy, you cannot make it, you are not enough, you cannot do it, and they believed it. So a lot of times when you see people, it's not because they wanna be there, it's not because they're not working, it's not because they're lazy, it's not because they just wanna rig the system or anything like that. There are so many systems set up against certain people that if you can push yourself forward and kind of get yourself out of there, you've made it, and that is just waking up in the morning is something to be grateful for, and that has always been instilled in us. Yeah. And so I think with that kind of attitude that's been instilled in us, giving back is something that has always been important to us personally, whether we're doing it, you know, through our nonprofit, we're also volunteer coordinators for Hoboken Girl, through the other uh, nonprofit that we're on the board with, or just ourselves, um, you know, just kind of human to human interaction. That's always been something super important. So we came up with the idea of little souls kind of like came up with, I mean, we were young, we were nine years old, but with the help of our parents, just visiting, they would my my parents and my friends who are uh, on the board, who our founders with us. Our parents would bring us to children's schools that didn't really have books, like our schools had, or homes where children lived. You know, kind of with their parents, maybe not with their parents. Maybe they were in battered homes, like women's shelters. You know, kind of running from a bad situation, or they would kind of show us, um, you know, kids who didn't have anything. And that was just always something that. Again, I never felt like my parents taught me, you are better than because you have, and you need to like, I just feel like sometimes we, we see people who have like certain types of charity events and they're not, they're doing it to better themselves and not necessarily to help push the system forward. Yes. So I, I really hope that in anything that I do, that that's never how we want to come across. Um, so yeah, so just kind of, you know, starting there, I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but really just, you know, just, just making sure that that is something that's so important to us. You see that we do so many things and are involved in so many things and that's great, but what good is it if we're not helping somebody else? You're doing exactly what I feel like we should all do is like, look beyond the person. It's the story, right? Mm -hmm. And just respecting and honoring that person's story and giving them a chance, you know? So if you do see someone right. on the street, not just be like, oh, you know, walk away. But if you do talk to them, right? Or I'm sure that if you have a conversation with somebody that is going through whatever it is that they have a story behind them, right? right. Um, 
And I think just in general, right, like you said, waking up, that's like something to be grateful for. And we talk about this in this podcast as well, like privilege, like it's not just, you know, people think that like only one type of person can have this privilege. Like we all have privileges, right? The fact that we went to, um, that we went to college, that's a huge privilege. You know, the fact that even if it was through scholarships, through financial, whatever it is, right. Um, Even if you paid for it out of pocket, like we all Mm -hmm. have that. And I think that recognizing that and then having that want to, again, just give, give it back, put it back in the universe and give back to the community because we all come from, you know, that any type of community. And so we're all connected. Right. 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 Absolutely. And I think that the amount of, the amount of opportunities, like Jordan mentioned, the amount of opportunities that we are afforded, I don't want to say that I feel a responsibility to give back because it's not that I'm doing it out of guilt or, you know, feeling like, oh my gosh, I have this life that I, I feel like I need to give back. But at the same time, I have this life and I need to give back. Um, I have this life because other people have sacrificed, our parents have sacrificed tremendously to be able to send us to, I mean, they've prayed for college. I mean, they paid for school from preschool through college. Um, so they, and, and it's not that we grew up, you know, rolling in it or anything. They sacrificed a ton. Um, I, we've watched both of our parents take in extra hours or extra jobs or extra opportunities to be able to afford us this life. So I think that it, it's our responsibility, but also our our privilege to be able to, whether it's a meal and in, in the tr- community service in the traditional sense of feeding the homeless, clothing the homeless, you know, giving shelter, whatever it is, or if it is providing people with opportunities just from our knowledge. Anytime a college student asks, can I get on the phone with you? What did you know? Can I talk to you about community service? Can I talk to you about being a communications major? Yes, absolutely. If anybody is out there, if I even have a, a nugget of information that you will benefit from, someone asked my mom the other day, do you think the girls will talk to me about publishing a book? How much will it cost? I'm like, just no, tell right. her to call me. Right. I, I, I did, I, whatever I know, she can know. I'm no expert, but whatever I know, she can know. Um, it, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna let people take advantage of me. There are certain things you have to pay for. But, uh, but if, if it's something that it's just a conversation, then sure, let's, let's talk. And that's awesome. And if I could, shout out to your parents, honestly. Yes, yes. 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 Uh, the Hernandez yes. family. I mean, yeah, your parents are awesome. I hope they, they listen to this episode. <laughs> They are. I know people, parents, people always end up wanting to meet our parents more than us. So like, forget you two. <laughs> every, every interview we do, they're like, can we have your mom on? Can your dad on? What does he do? This is not the point of it. Because as you guys are, you know, we ask you guys questions and you're talking, like, it seems like your parents are always there to support. They're helping you do the research. Your mom is being real with you, giving you feedback um, right. and all those things. So like, it just warms my heart to see that, you know, people have supportive parents and they're mm-hmm. still, even through adulthood, because people think, oh, well, at 18, it's, it stops there, but it's like, wow. no, it's, it's, you know, wow. that support. Carries I'm, I'm, and eight I think, weeks away from being 29, <laughs> my mother will check me in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what people don't see, right? We don't post some of those things on social media, but people say all the time, well, how do you do everything? How do you do that? And it's, it truly is a support system behind us, pushing us forward. There are times where we can't get, like icing is sold out on Amazon. So we'll do a curbside pickup order at Michael's and my aunt will go get it and drive it here. Or if we have a really, really, really busy week, 
I'll call my dad and say the shop right, the grocery store by my parents' house does like these really, really healthy, good prepared meals. And so I'll call him and say, can you get us prepared meals? I don't have time to cook this week. He'll get them and bring them up to us. Uh, sometimes he makes me cash up him. Sometimes he doesn't. It's nice when he doesn't. Um, <laughs> sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But um, we, you know, it, it is truly a support system behind us, our nonprofit. We have our two other friends. We're kicking off a huge um, initiative that we're going to post about. It's like kind of started, kind of not. We just have to post about it. That our goal is 2021 meals in 2021. So we are trying wow. to hit that number and there'll be a bunch of different ways that, we'll, uh, that we're going to get there to be able to donate that amount of meals this year. But again, that's with a whole support system behind us of people who are, we know that we can reach out to to get them to donate. We know we can get them to drive meals, all that kind of stuff. It's not just us doing it. And I don't want anybody to be fooled that it's like me and Joel running around, never getting sleep, never doing anything. It is so many people behind us helping us get there. Yes, the tribe. The yes, tribe behind. yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I honestly, I always think about when we did um, the fashion show in college, we, all of us were part of the fashion show in our senior year, Brittany was a huge help to us. And I never, um, and I don't want to get emotional talking about it because I think about it all, I think about it all of the time. That it was, it was such a scary moment in my life to think about what was going to happen after college. And we had hours, hours together. And Brittany would just sit there and motivate us and push us forward. And just say all the time, you guys can do it. She was there behind stage. And there's so many things that that represents that she was just willing to not be a part of the front of the show and just push us forward. <laughs> and if I can be even what you were for those couple hours to us in those couple of weeks, if I can be that for anybody, for anybody, it just pushes me forward. And I think about it more than you ever, ever know. <laughs> those, just those couple of hours and just how willing yeah. you were to be behind stage with us. And that just, yeah. And I love that. I love that because I think people underestimate, right? The small things. And it's literally yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure because I know this girl, Brittany, yeah. <laughs> and she it's coming from a place like of just pure love and just being present and, 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 and offering that. And People underestimate how much those moments have an impact, you know, and if, and if you have the opportunity to do that to anyone else, like, why not? Why not? Why oh, not? Yeah, that experience oh, yeah. was like, like no other, but it was really a blessing to have, you know, you guys, because we worked a lot too on your show together. Mm -hmm. Like we spent a lot of time together. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I even, I think about those times often too. I know we don't keep in touch as often right. as we should, but you guys are always on, in my thoughts and mm -hmm. prayers. So yes. but yeah, but again, like this friendship, I'm just, I'm always so blessed to have the opportunity to go to Loyola because I met some really amazing people that yeah. will, will always be in my life. So, mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah, it was definitely an honor and I was a pleasure <laughs> to work with you guys <laughs> during for the fashion. That was one of my best, you know, moments in time. So, mm -hmm. yes. And I just wanted to say too, like, I'm so proud of you two. Like literally every yes. single time, Thank you. even when we first met, Cause I believe was I was I your the You're our, our mentor? Our I'm not the mentor. Navigator. What is it called? Mm -hmm. A navigator. 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 Yeah. And I mean, you guys just have this presence about you, and like, 
I just, I mean, you guys are freaking go-getters, right? And, and, and you yes. guys have been that way for, for as long as I can, as long as, you know, we've known each other. Yeah. And I always say like, you have so much more, so much more to give. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, yeah. just, just in general too, I just want to point out the fact as well that like, not only are you guys twins and not only, you know, are you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, beautiful from the inside out. I just love to just the, the classiness that you guys bring and, or, and how you guys have really maintained like yourself. yourself yes. And that's really hard to find and come by. And I hope that you guys always just continue to do that because in this, in this world, especially on Instagram and social yeah. media, it's very easy to get like persuaded and there's so many things that we did not talk about on this podcast. So for everyone that's listening, like these girls, they can dance every single party yes. that we had. I'm telling you, like all I was waiting for is to see the choreography of single ladies. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I am right, a single lady because I did that dance so many damn times. <laughs> 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 myself for the last 10 years. <laughs> I honestly no. you guys literally you dance you have a show a radio show um mm-hmm. just everything I mean from authors to working out I mean I'm just like yes, that too yes <laughs> again so I'll many things that we did not touch upon that I just want to let you guys know how much you guys inspire me like oh, yeah, you yeah. Gr- literally I woke Thank up today you. and I saw that you guys worked out and I was like all right <laughs> and get my life together it's so I'm funny like, though because people say that they're like oh I looked on we have a, a co-worker of ours Faye and she's like ah oh, and she's from England she's like mate come on come on how did you work out two hours ago mate come on come on I'm like what you? she's like I was up in two hours prior to work you posted you worked out I'm like but I went to bed at 9 30 <laughs> right, right. That's every, every, everything shuts down wow. I always I mean you'll have a theory that you can get anything done in a day before 10 p.m so for us, our time is 10 p.m. For somebody else, if they're a night owl or something, maybe their time is a little bit different. But your rest, your meditation, your faith, my faith in God and Jesus and whatever yours is, you can believe whatever you want. But for me personally, it is Jesus. And just actually like mentally preparing yourself and knowing what you can and cannot handle when you yeah. can and cannot push yourself. My body will physically shut down. I will actually like physically have a really bad headache not be able to and it has happened a couple times before my body will stop if if I keep going so I do not ever want to get to that point and I know when I'm getting to that point so as soon as you know that then you you have to stop the answer is no and you can't feel bad because that's just that's you that's what you have to do so if you have to work out read a book take a shower take a bath you play with your dog you know whatever it is that you need to do for for x amount of time for me it's being in the mirror dancing so like yes I know all those dances but that's because that is my time to myself that I'm like there's sometimes I say to Joel I can't I'm like I need I need 30 minutes to listen to my iPod if two days go by it's my iPod my phone I do not have an iPod <laughs> um, it's like iPod because I've been doing it for so long that I yeah. started even before we had an iPod, but now I just yeah. got taking it back, girl. I love it. <laughs> a little iPod mini, <laughs> a little iPod mini, yes. <laughs> um, but if two days go by and I haven't done that, there are times where I say to Joe, I'm like, look, I've made the icing, you got to decorate the cookies, I need 30 minutes. She's like, okay, great. And same thing for her. So, you know, just know when, when your limits are. 
Yeah, and, and know what your non-negotiables are. Oh, when Dancing with the Stars, the new season of Dancing with the Stars came, we had agreed with a, a co-worker turned really good friend of ours that Monday nights we would like live text each other, Dancing with the Stars was on. So I knew Monday, eight o'clock, that's it. Everything is shut down. Now, maybe by like 8.15, I might text her and say, hey, I need 15 minutes. I'm just, you know, I'm going to watch it back on my DVR. She doesn't have DVR. So she is like eight o'clock is, you know, it is eight o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'll catch up. We'll catch up. But no later than like 8.20. If somebody needed me to do something at that time, no, I agreed to this with my friend and that's what I'm doing on Mondays from eight to 10. And now it's The Bachelor. Now, you know, I'm sure after that, it'll be something oh else. So I started watching The Bachelor too. <laughs> Girl. I've never watched it. I've no, never, we, this is, I never, movie. I never watched The Bachelor. I watched Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelorette, the first Black Bachelorette, and then I'm watching this one. Oh, well, I'm watching we it need too. Another episode. And that's a and whole that's, other episode. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I will say this I love that that's boundaries, right? And yeah. I, I yeah. actually started watching The Bachelor intentionally because another mutual friend of ours as well, like she lives close. So that's what we've agreed to. Yeah. And it has helped me because I'm a workaholic. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, Mondays at eight from eight yeah. to 10, like I need to stop because that'll help me just decompress and not worry about anything else. So mm -hmm. I love that you guys mentioned that. That's super important. Yeah, Bound boundaries are so, so, so important and non-negotiables mm -hmm. are important too. As much as we do, I mean, obviously not now because we're not really gathering with family or friends, but if there was a birthday party or a basketball game of our cousins or something like that, that we, that they wanted us to be at, yes, we are there. Um, and if there's an opera, unless it's like something, you know, crazy, crazy big that somebody would understand, okay, they got this opportunity and they need to take that. Then that's where we're with our family and our friends. Uh, there's, I, there's no business endeavor. There's no work or anything that would be more important to me than and, and allow me to miss out on some of those opportunities. And I know that our friends would do the same for us. Our, our best friend, our college roommate, we were all very excited to go back down to campus and go to Bull and Oyster. You guys know Bull and Oyster. And it was rescheduled and it was rescheduled for the day that we were running a half, the night before we were running a half marathon. And she said, I'm there, I'm there. And it was torrential down. I mean, torrential is not even the word down for it. And she stood out there every, for the, almost three hours it took me to run that race. She was wow. standing outside. So I know that we have people who will do it for us, which, and so we do it in return for, for other people. Yes. I love that. So I think we've come to the end of this interview, but we want to thank you guys for taking the time to sit down with us to talk about all of your projects and your businesses. Again, I am going to reiterate that, you know, we love you so much. We're always here to support you um, no matter what. So anytime you need us to plug anything, we are definitely <laughs> willing. And we're, we'll, we'll help yeah. with um, the, the goal that you guys have to yes, the 20, absolutely. the meal. We'll definitely be helping with that. Yeah, absolutely. Support. We'll so if that. there's any last words you want to leave with the people um i'll let you guys do that now and speak we'll to the people <laughs> well, well i'm so excited thank you all so much i had meant i text joyce that on my little vision board that i have here on my board i have a little podcast looking thing one day i'm going to get a cool mic and be official but um so i'm excited to be this is my second podcast of the year which i'm excited about and this is a dream of ours. We love you guys. Yeah. We love listening to you. Definitely big sisters of us, of ours. It doesn't even go, it goes without saying um, that we love you all so much and are so inspired by the two of you and have always been inspired by the two of you. So we're excited to just be in the number and be a part.
Absolutely. I would echo every single thing that Jordan has just said. We are so, so, so thankful for you guys reaching out to us and allowing us to be on your show. And of course, thankful for the 11 plus years of friendship, of pushing us, of, of listening to us, you know, giving advice, uh, asking for advice. So it's just been an absolute, absolute pleasure knowing both of you and honored to be on here and just to have fun and talk about all of our businesses. This is so crazy that we're all talking about multiple businesses. I know. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really cool. And, and just something that is so, in, that I hope inspires other people. Yes. We all met when we was unemployed and just incurring debt. <laughs> we were just like, you know. But look at us now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I guess um, one more thing, uh, tell the people where they can find you on social media and all of that. Yes. So if you follow at Jordan and Joelle on Instagram, you will be connected to everything that we do. If you want to get a little more specific, you can follow at underscore completely booked. You can follow double again, the word double underscore dough on Instagram, or you can just go to jordanandjoelleonline.com to be able to purchase any books, bookmarks, sticky notes, any products that we have. And yeah, just reach. Honestly, I like, I feel so weird saying that. I'm like, just text me, call me. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can follow us on Instagram at Jordan and Joel. Awesome. Oh my God. Thank you ladies yeah. so much. Thank you. And we love you guys and cannot wait to continue seeing you guys shine. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talk That Talk Uncensored. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Talk That Talk Uncensored. You can find us on Twitter at Talk That Podcast. And make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So until next time, bye.